Hello there. Hello there. Well, okay, welcome to episode three of Star Wars in the Galaxy. Hi, I'm Eli. I'm Jacob. And welcome back. Now, uh, as of the recording of this episode, episode one has been out and episode two will be out probably a little bit after we record this. So, um, we haven't seen what's happened with episode two yet, but we'll post it soon. I think probably in a couple yeah. hours I'll post it. Um, so, we're going with the third half hour um, of Knights of the Old Republic. In this episode, um, in this in this chunk, we see Revan uh, successfully having rescued Bastila, um, team up with Candorus Ordo, and get off a of terrace and on to the Jedi planet of Dantooine. I thought it was never going to happen, honestly. I thought it... <laughs> Well, we again, when I played right? KOTOR, it took me a good six hours of gameplay to get off um, Terrace. That's insane. It, it, in contrast, in contrast, by mm -hmm. the way, it took me a good 24 hours to, of gameplay to complete the game. 24 hours? 24 hours, and six of those were on Terrace. So that's like a quarter of the game. Yep, quarter wow. of the game. All right, then. Uh, so... First, we go and we see, um, we go into the Encantina and we get a uh, repeat appearance by the Mandalorian. Not in Jaren. But Kander Sordo. Still Kander Sordo. He's Mandalorian? Yeah, he's former Mandalorian. He fought against Revan in the Mandalorian Wars. Um, oh, that makes more sense. I didn't pick up on that. And, uh, he's like, hey guys, Sith quarantine's bad. Let's get out of here. And everyone's no, like, yeah, sure. Um, but it's not going to be easy. Um, there we get a... We have to infiltrate a Sith launch base with our new droid, T3M4. Mm -hmm. And if you guys uh, think that T3M4 is not a ripoff R2-D2, then I don't know where you're coming from because it totally is. Um, uh, yeah. But I remember these levels in... As a, World Republic. Remember, you don't have any Jedi power, so you can't heal, so you have to use all your med packs really efficiently. Mm. This was so hard, and specifically, you you know, you bribe a guard, but then you go and uh, face that, uh, the Dark Jedi mm -hmm. um, over here. I faced yeah. him a good four times before I killed him. Wow. It was so difficult. Um, it was like... I remember how difficult it was. But we get the launch codes, right? We get our launch codes, and we get back to Candorus. And he's like, great. Second complication. Yeah. Because we got to infiltrate Davik's base. Um, to steal the ship. To steal yeah. his flagship called the Ebonhawk. All right. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Jacob, take it away. What's happening on Malik's ship? Uh, Malik decides that he wants to bombard Terrace. Yep. And then there's this officer, and he's like, But sir, if we bombard Terrace, we're gonna kill our own men. There are millions of innocent people. No, don't do it. Uh, he just says, And Malik's no. like, Do it. Go ahead. He said, Do it. I killed the last three people who were in your position. And he says, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, anything you want, Mr. Malik. Yeah, I agree. Sure. I gotta say, um, I'm gonna do another, um, I don't know. I think I might do another um, Revan style rant about Malik because. Oh really? Oh, another one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Malik, oh Malik, you're not intimidating. You just say stuff and no action, 
I know it doesn't rhyme, but that does not subtract from how much I hate Malik. You don't like Malik. I don't like Malik. He's not very intimidating, honestly. He just kind of barks orders to his... He's like if Tarkin were 50% less intimidating and a Sith Lord. I'd say he's a good bit more intimidating than Tarkin. He's pale, he's got... Weird. I mean, he he looks strange, scalp. but like honestly, he has scalp tattoos for Pete's sake. But I gotta say, he does that. I gotta say though, I'm not gonna lie. I I feel like I'm more intimidated by Snoke, even after the revelation that he's a puppet of Palpatine than this guy. I, I was I would be more scared by Snoke if I knew that Palpatine was controlling him than if he was just Snoke. To be totally honest. True. Um. Okay. So we're getting down to Davik, and Davik, um, he's like the head of the exchange, and, uh, you know, who's beside him? My favorite KOTOR character of all time. The one, two, three guy? Kalonord. Kalonord, that's his name, right? Yeah. Um, we also found out that, I forgot to mention this in one of the other, um, episodes, but we found out that he was a slave, and he... Like led a slave uprising and he killed the, uh, he killed his former slave masters, which is the one two three guy or the yeah the, the one two three guy, the uh, one two three guy, Calamard. That's not like the, not the cartel guy. Okay. No, not the cartel guy. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, he uh, so Revan and our heroes surround. Uh, Kalodort, and he blows himself up, thinking he's gonna blow them up too, which, um, doesn't exactly happen. Um, happen. We've only been playing the game for six hours after all. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? But, um, you know, we think he's dead after this. And spoiler, in the extremely Star Wars tradition, not dead. Not dead. Um, he, they pull the Darth Maul with him, he's not Mm -hmm. dead. Okay. Um, uh, we get one of the most famous, um, uh, lines right here, which is, um, which is in the KOTOR trailer. It's like one of the most famous lines from KOTOR. uh, Wipe this pathetic planet from the face of the galaxy. Wow. Um, which... You really him. You really... I would, I would be scared if I was on that planet. (laughs) No kidding. Um, so they steal the Millennium Falcon. Sorry, and Evan Hawk. Sorry, they sorry. steal the Evan Hawk. <laughs> they steal the Evan Hawk. Yeah, is, it's basically the Millennium Falcon. Right? Which is oh, basically is the, the Millennium Falcon reskin. Oh, this is the fastest ship ever. Oh, fastest ship in the outer rim. Fastest ship in the galaxy. <laughs> Outrun anything. Not just bulk freighters, Imperial Star Destroyers. Wait, no, Sith Star Destroyers. What? What? No, who said that? Not me. Yeah. You um, get the idea. And then we go on to Dantooine. Dantooine, in my opinion, is where stuff get starts to get really interesting, and where some of the stuff that Kotor brings into the lore starts not to make much sense. You um, mean multiple Jedi councils? Uh, I mean this whole Jedi council. Now, um, let me tell you guys about something. One of my favorite Star Wars YouTube channels right now is uh, Star Wars Explained. I love this guy, and I might. I think I'm going to put a little bit of one of his videos in here uh, where he basically rants about this Jedi Council and how this Jedi Council is like the worst thing ever. Um, is it a hot take? It's, it's a hot take, I gotta say. This right. Jedi Council, um, so, of course, we're not on Coruscant. Mm-hmm. We're on Dantooine, which... Just the B-team. 
yeah, this is the B-Team Jedi Council. We're on uh, Dantooine, which of course we know in 4,000 years will be searched by Imperial scouts because mm-hmm. a rebel base was gonna be there, but they evacuated on Dantooine and went to Yavin, um, which also has a connection to Knights of the Old Republic, by the way. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, not Actually, not the KOTOR, but the Old Republic in general. Um, the Dark Lord of the Sith, Exar Kun, he had his like base on Yavin 4. And really? He, yeah, right. and in the EU, um, this is all EU stuff, but in the EU, he actually haunted Luke's new Jedi Order. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he forced Luke into a coma. Crazy stuff. Yeah, I know about that. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, and then, um, you know, Ben Solo, sorry, Jason Solo um, picked up a lightsaber. Uh, what was I going to say? But, um... I'm sorry, Karth. Um, this is a line from Bastila. I'm sorry, Karth, but I cannot tell you. All I ask is that you trust in the Force and the wisdom of the Council. The wisdom of the Council. I have an extremely hard time believing in the wisdom of these council of this Council because of what they make us go through. I what was I gonna say? Um, he basically says. Uh, what, what, what are they, what did they say? Um, it's very like, like, uh, as Alex points out in the video that we might put in here, they, he changes clothes zero times during his training. Do any of them ever change clothes? Because I don't think I saw a single person go through a uh, wardrobe change. Actually, you can have them, game. you can have, you can have them change clothes. Uh, but that's like a player customized decision. Um, that's a player customizable decision. It's not okay. like a. Yeah, I see. So they probably mm-hmm. won't change clothes, but still, but uh, but still, he, he they even say at the end, "You've done in weeks when when he can, uh, you've done what in many weeks." Many can't do in years. What yeah. many can't do in years? It's like, first of all, I'm gonna put this out there. What a Mary Sue. Um, <laughs> um. I've always thought for a while that Revan is actually a Mary Sue because... Yeah, I don't know. That seems kind of OP, I don't know. I don't know. It, it feels, for, for me, it feels like the definition of a Mary Sue is a character with no flaws. Now, Revan can have flaws, but the flaws of Revan are the flaws of, uh, of the player playing Revan. So Revan is like... Pretty much, for me, a blank slate. Yeah. He, like, unlike other video game characters, like Inversio, or Cal Kestis, mm-hmm. or, you know, um, I'm trying to think of someone else. Uh, yeah, like, Inversio, Cal Kestis, you know, you control how they fight, but you don't control what they say in the same way. Like, that's why I think Mitra Surik also... Because you're again, Mitra Sirk from Kotor Two, yeah. also a blank slate. Um, yeah. uh, what That's how it is with RPGs sometimes. Yeah, that that is how it is with um <coughs> RPG. They also say um Master Yoda. Sorry, Vandar. Um, uh, Vandar says that Dantooine is hidden from the Sith. Again, not for long, but. Um, also, man, I got, I forgot to mention, uh, Vandar. Vandar doesn't speak like Yoda. 
He doesn't, yeah. No. Nope. Oh, that was interesting. That wasn't refuge. Other Jedi have fallen from the light and You know, listen to this, you know, um Lure of the Dark Malak were corrupted. And perhaps there you shall find One sec, right here. Where is it? Um Prepare to face train. Suffice it to say, he doesn't talk yeah, like he Yoda. Does, he doesn't talk. He backwards. doesn't like. He doesn't talk like. Uh, he doesn't talk backward, which is actually pretty strange. Cause I, cause like, I want to know. Cause I'm actually wearing a mm -hmm. Baby Yoda shirt right now. Cause like, I want to know. For example, if we hear Baby Yoda's first words in, mm -hmm. um, there's there was a remark that on Reddit I saw somewhere that Baby Yoda's second word will come before his first. <laughs> But we don't actually know if that's going to be true because of Vandar. I mean, I mean, this isn't canon. It is, isn't it? It isn't canon. But they could totally do a one eighty and have, you know, big yeah, the know child, yeah. um, speak like any other person, you know, um, and. I would love to investigate why Yoda speaks backwards. That yes, would that would be interesting. Um, they do this weird training montage. Um, this is my favorite part of Kotor. It's like okay. Uh, there are three classes of Jedi. Guardian, Sentinel, and Consular. Yeah. And they're like, and, and they're like, and, and you're like, I want to be blank. And you're mm -hmm. and they're like, well, it doesn't work that way. You actually have to answer questions to see which kind of Jedi you will be. And then they let you pick. And then, he, and then they let you pick anyway. I remember when I was playing KOTOR, um, I think my answers lined up with the Guardian, but I wanted to be a consort because green lightsabers are awesome. Uh, and I'm and they're like and they're like, you want to be a consort? Sure, do whatever you want. And it's like, yeah. then why put us through the test anyway if you're just gonna allow us to be anything we want? I think um, it's just that people like it's a video game, so you know, yeah, yeah, true. We gotta cut them a little sto slack on the story. Yeah, yeah. We gotta cut them a little slack on the story, but uh, I'm putting them l way less slack than a lot of people. We also get this flashback of non-jaw-injured uh, Malak and Revan exploring the um, the uh, chamber on Dantooine. And I just want to say, they say something like, if the Jedi find us out here, You're and good. I'm like, the Jedi don't even need to find out about you guys here. You already look like you're about to turn to the dark side. Look at yeah. this. Like, look at Revan specifically. Revan looks like he's about to turn to the dark side anyway. It's like, the Jedi yeah, Council I mean, don't need to infer anything. I mean, I don't know. Looks can be deceiving. I mean, you know, don't judge a book by its cover and all that. True, but, like, still. Yeah, he's wearing, like, a dark, kind of grayish he's, black. He's wearing a dark hood. Robe. Like, that is dark side dressing 101. No, 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 that doesn't seem like a Jedi move. That really it doesn't. Doesn't. Um, what else? Uh, it's interesting to see because, like in Legends, you know, um, Corrin Horn, yeah. um, one of Luke's new Jedi, just assembles a lightsaber out of spare parts. No yeah. Force-sensitive moves to it. But in canon, you know, we got our whole gathering thing with it shown in season five of the Clone Wars. And it's, it's all about, like, you know, finding your crystal. The crystal chooses the Force user. Mm -hmm. Wand chooses the wizard sort of thing mm -hmm. from Harry Potter. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's interesting to see. Um, 
it kind of reminds me of uh, the basic difference I think about canon and legends. For me, mm-hmm. it's like legend canon is like okay, you gotta follow these these set of guidelines and rules, and then just do whatever you want. And then legends is like no rules, no nothing. Don't mess things up too badly, but do whatever you want. Um, Can you elaborate on that? What, 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 what way do you mean that? Like, I mean, it's like, there's nothing magical about building a lightsaber mm, I in see. Legends. Yeah. In canon, it's like this ritual. But I mean, in, I mean, in Legends, it's it's still a ritual. I it's, think that it, was in, it's definitely still a ritual. That was an exception to the rule. In the Jedi Path book, they talk about how it's very difficult to do. It's a ritual, and if you mess up one thing, then it'll blow up and like your arm will fall I, off. I will say, though, that was written after the Clone Wars. That's true, but was that written after The Gathering? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Never um, I'm not sure. I doubt, that's the first, I doubt that's the first reference to it. Jedi Path was released in... Um, one sec. I actually want to check now, because... Um, Jedi Path was released in... It doesn't actually say when it was released. Let me see. Um, maybe if we go to, like, the... Um, uh, wow, I don't see... Let's let's see if I can go on, like, the Amazon link. Here we go. Um, Jedi Path is 2015, which is after right, the Clone so Wars ended. So, we can't really lend much credence I to mean, that either, you know? I mean, it's also not... It's also decidedly not canon, and I... It, it's not I canon. I sincerely doubt that that's the only time that that would have been... That would have been brought up. I... Yeah, um... I just... I don't know. It, it's interesting to me, like... Because it, yeah, it fits with Legends, so... Yeah, it does fit with, Le- it does fit with Legends. Um, the Clone Wars, for me, which is... It's gonna be weird, because... Um, with the ap- impending release of Season 7, mm-hmm. a couple weeks from now, it's gonna be interesting, because it's, like, the first... can't believe that's... Five seasons are also Legends. Yeah. But, like, the sixth season is already murky... And the seventh season is decidedly not Legends. I thought the Clone Wars is canon. And Legends. It's both. Also, it's canon, but it fits in with Legends. Like I it, think the first it's, five it's seasons, compatible. at least. It's compatible. Okay. Yeah, okay. the first five seasons are compatible. I don't think yeah, the six, sixth season is. And the seventh right. season is decidedly uncanon. Yeah, of course. Um, no, it's decidedly canon. Yeah. Sorry. Um, it's just very interesting to see, like... It's a video game from 2003, and yet we're connecting it all the way back to the Clone Wars Season 7. Um, uh, I don't know. That's what I like about Star Wars. And um, uh, it's... I don't know. The aesthetic of the Dantooine Temple is very interesting for me. Because the the Jedi Temple on Coruscant always seemed very, like, scholarly. And it was like a place to learn and a place to grow. This seems like that. They've got some stately looking gardens, trees. Oh, the gardens thing is like is is fitting in for me with like the whole natural vibe of it. Yeah. It's a place to connect with the living force. Okay, that um, makes sense. I don't, I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive. No, but I think the Jedi Temple on Coruscant also had gardens. True. Um. Yeah. I just find. Let's see if I'm trying to figure out what what else there is. Um, I gotta say, I'm a little sad we're off Terrace. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not, I have to say. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, 
Uh, oh yeah. We got some more alien racism here on Terrace. We oh, got wow. um, Janice Nall, the, the, the droid seller. Mm-hmm. And um, she sells us T3. Oh, sorry, R2. T3. Um, I, and um, what, what I like, actually, I gotta say, what I like about um, Knights of the Old Republic, specifically this, in this way, is their twist on the droids. I mean, T3, like, R2 is decidedly, is like a decidedly light side character. Yeah. Um, T3 is a decidedly neutral character. They have, like, your f- character's force alignments, and they just assign some to Bastila and Candorus and all the... And T3 is decidedly neutral, um, which is interesting. Uh, your counterpart will meet our counterpart to C3PO later, um, who is decidedly dark side. Yeah, okay. Um, we're talking about the man... No, the droid. The droid, the myth, the legend, HK-47. Um, and um, it's going to be exciting because... Um, the next chunk of KOTOR is meeting, um, I think we'll probably have a whole rant about this, the most useless character in Star Wars, Honey. Juhani. Um, and we're going to explore more of Dan Tween and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I guess in the meantime, I think that's going to have to be it for this episode. Um, Thank you, everyone. Sh- yeah, make sure to follow us on Anchor. and. To this. Make sure to follow us on Anchor and Spotify, and keep tuning in, and I guess, may the force be with you, always.